Spirit. Amen. So I've heard this saying recently, and I like it a lot, and I've been thinking about it, and I've been telling other people about it, and the saying goes like this. Hurt people hurt people. Wounded people wound people. Healed people heal people. Again, let's listen to that one more time. Hurt people hurt people. Wounded people wound people. Healed people heal people. And usually when we talk about healing and wounds, we're always thinking of usually about external wounds, right? Wounds on our body, on the exterior of our body. And if, and if we have an open wound on the body, I mean, I'm, I don't have a medical background, but I, if we think about it, we know this, just basic science, we've learned it in biology class in high school, that if we have an open wound and that wound on the outside of our body is not tended to, then what happens? It gets infected. And if it gets infected, we need some type of antibiotics, we're going to need some type of medication, some type of ointment to put it on, on the external wound so that way it will heal. Some signs that, our exter- that external wounds have become infected, we can have pain in this external wound, swelling, heat or redness, drainage or pus, it can even start to smell, we may even spike a fever because again, this external wound has not been tended to. And these are signs that it's infected and we need help right away. And so Jesus is a healer and he wants to heal our wounds. I'm not talking about our external wounds per se. Yes, Jesus can and wants to heal our external wounds. But I'm talking more specifically about internal wounds. Jesus is very, very, very interested in healing our internal wounds. Why? Because healed people heal people. This external wound, if it gets healed, great. But that's not necessarily going to change the people around me. But there are internal wounds inside of us that Jesus is so interested in this Easter season to heal. Because once those internal wounds that we're dealing with are healed, the people around us will begin to heal. Internal wounds, we may hear that and we may not be familiar with what an internal wound may be, right? These internal wounds, these things that we cannot see, we can't touch them, they're not tangible, they're inside. These these internal spiritual wounds that we've experienced, these things that hurt, these things that pus, these things that drain, these things that cause pain. What does that look like? Internal wounds, spiritual wounds, such as physical abuse. Maybe it's emotional, psychological, or mental abuse by someone we thought really loved us, cared about us. But I have this internal wound. I thought I can trust that person and they did me wrong. It could be sexual abuse. It could be being rejected or abandoned by someone which made me feel worthless or unloved. Another internal wound could be growing up in a household with an absent mother or an absent father. Or a really mean mother. Or a really mean father. Another internal wound can be growing up in a household where mother and father divorced. That separation as a kid, I didn't know how to process that. And that really affected me. Again, I felt maybe unloved. I felt not, not, uh, that I'm not valued because there was this divorce within the family. Another internal wound can be experiencing a traumatic event in my life. Maybe something like escaping Iraq as a refugee in the middle of the night. Maybe it could be living in a country such as Iraq where I didn't know the next bombing or who's going to come into my household. That traumatic experience is considered an internal wound. Anything can be considered an internal wound when I look back and I think to myself, wow, if blank did not happen, I would be happy. 
I would be great. It wouldn't stop me from changing the world. Whatever that blank is, is an internal wound. And we may, hear these, we may hear these wounds, right? We may hear these wounds, these internal wounds, and we're very quick to dismiss them. Nope, I don't want to be uh, labeled, uh, uh, labeled a victim. I don't want to be considered weak. I don't want anyone to come near these wounds. I'm just going to push them down, push them down, push them down, and pretend everything is okay. But it's not okay. Because hurt people hurt people. Wounded people wound people. Only healed people Heal people. And a good sign that we are suffering from internal wounds and hurt is if we, wound, if, the, if we wound and hurt others around us often. If I'm a child, maybe that I'm feeling wounded, but I don't know it necessarily, but I'm constantly hurting the people around me. If I'm an adult, maybe I'm married, I'm constantly wounding my spouse. I'm hurting my spouse. My spouse is hurting me or wounding me. Those are great indications if I'm constantly hurting or wounding the people around me. Maybe I'm a boss and I have employees. That's a great indication that I have an internal wound that needs healing. I have an internal wound that Jesus, the healer, the divine physician, the divine surgeon, wants to come in and wants to heal that. Because he wants his world to be healed. And he wants to do it through you. And he wants to do it through me. But he can't do it if, like the Jews, we're scared and we push everybody and lock the doors like the Jews did in today's gospel and we say, nobody come near these wounds. Including you, God. Including you, Jesus. Don't you dare come near these wounds. Don't you dare come near these wounds. And again, how do we know if our internal wounds are infected the same way we know our external wounds are affected, infected? Right, so the same way my external wound on my hand, for example, is infected, I may feel pain. Well, my internal wound is infected when I'm feeling pain. My heart is in a million different pieces. That's a great indication I need medication to my internal wounds. There may be swelling on the exterior wound, but I may feel swelling in the interior wound as well. When I'm feeling anger and bitterness and resentment and hatred, that's a kind of swelling. The same way I may feel heat or redness on an exterior wound when it's become infected, I may feel an interior heat or redness, this explosive uh, temper that I may have. If I'm exploding, my behavior is explosive. Oh, why did I do that? Look inside. There's an infection going on inside. I need medicine quickly before I start and hurt and wound other people more. Same way there's draining or pus, from an external wound, I can feel drained, fatigued, and depressed often because of my interior wounds. That's pussing and saying, I need help. I need medicine. The same way there can be an odor with an external wound, there can be an odor within where people just don't want to come near me. Not an external odor, but an odor where I don't like being in your presence. You're negative, you're toxic, you're explosive. Same way when we get a fever from an external wound, I may have a fever as well internally where my, uh, my palms get sweaty often, I feel anxious, I get nauseous when a certain person walks in the room. That's an internal wound which needs to be healed. And maybe thinking, okay, well, Father, it's Easter season. You said it earlier, Father, it's still the Easter season and we're in this time of Easter. What does all this talk 
have to do with Jesus? What is all this talk about Jesus being a healer and wanting to really heal our internal wounds? What does this have to do with Easter? Everything is the answer. Everything. It was right after Easter, as we heard in today's gospel, Jesus comes. He resurrects from the dead. He's, a, he's visiting the apostles. This is right after Easter. We are in the Easter season still right now. So today's gospel, it was right after Easter, after Jesus resurrected from the dead, that Jesus approached Thomas and invited Thomas to touch his wounds. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but our statue here of St. Thomas is holding a sphere. Well, Thomas is not the one that was at the cross who put the sphere in the side of Jesus. Why is Thomas holding a sphere? It's because Jesus is saying to Thomas today, Put your finger in my side where that sphere, that Roman soldier on Good Friday, Holy Thursday, put it in my side. Guess what? That hurt, Thomas, when that happened. But I did it for you because I love you. Now put your finger in my side so I can heal your wounds. Because you need healing, Thomas. You need healing, Thomas. Jesus says, then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and bring your hand and put it into my side and do not be unbelieving, but believe. It was through this invitation from Jesus to Thomas to touch Jesus' wounds, his side, his hands, that healed Thomas' internal wounds. By Thomas putting his hand in Jesus' side, he not only touched Jesus' wounds, but also gave Jesus to touch his internal wounds. Those things that were pussing and were draining and didn't smell very well, and a fever and a temperature. There was an exchange when Jesus placed his finger, I mean, when Thomas placed his finger in Jesus' side. That Jesus also touched Thomas' wounds when Thomas was touching Jesus' wounds. And we hear this today. And the things, again, those things from the past, those internal wounds which we feel so miserable, we think, you know what, God, if these wounds were just not in my life, I would be different. I'd be able to live the life you've called me to be. I would be able to do amazing things if you just, these wounds did not happen. And Jesus is saying, you want me to take away the wound? But I want to use you through those wounds. I love you in your misery. I love you in, in my compassion. I want to show you my mercy on this Divine Mercy Sunday. I want to sprinkle my blood and water on your wounds so you can heal because healed people heal people. Now, Thomas healed. When Thomas touched Jesus aside, he healed. And how do we know that? He says, my Lord and my God. That's a sign of healing. His response is one of belief and faith. Why is he didn't lock the door on his wounds? He invited Jesus into them. And guess what? Healed people heal people. When Thomas got healed, when he said, My Lord and my God, he went out into the world after Jesus ascended into heaven and brought the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. And we as Chaldeans are benefiting from that 2,000 years later. Thomas, traditionally, we say after Jesus ascended into heaven, St. Thomas went into the east to the Middle East, to bring Jesus, to proclaim the gospel, to make us Catholic to the Middle East. If it wasn't for St. Thomas and his healing and allowing Jesus to touch his internal wounds, then Thomas would not have healed and we may have not been Catholic. Look how healed people heal people. 
If Thomas would have remained wounded and hurt, maybe we would not know Jesus today. Maybe we wouldn't be Catholic today. And so, brothers and sisters, how do we allow Jesus into our internal wounds so we can heal? And when we heal, others will heal. Just one thing. It's in the Eucharist. It's when we come to receive Jesus' body, his blood, his soul, his divinity, we are touching his wound. We are modern-day Thomases. We are placing our finger in Jesus' side, and there is an exchange there because Jesus is then touching our side and is touching our wounds so we can heal if we let him. If we let him. There has to be an act of trust underneath every picture of the Divine Mercy Chapel that says, Jesus, I trust in you. Again, we stop trusting people because we've been rejected, we've been hurt, we've been manipulated, and these wounds, we don't trust people to come near them. But Jesus is saying, trust me through the Eucharist. Let me touch your wounds. Let me heal your wounds. That's what Jesus wants. And every single time we come to receive Jesus, the most holy Eucharist, let us tell Jesus what our wounds are. What are those things from the past that have hurt us? So we can start, stop hurting others. What are those things from the past which have wounded us so we can stop wounding others? Let the divine physician come in. The divine surgeon come in and touch the interior internal wounds so we can heal others. Again, like I said, today is Divine Mercy Sunday. Today is Divine Mercy Sunday. This is a day where Jesus wants to see where are we most miserable, most depressed, more anxious, the most in our lives. What has caused us the most pain and wounds on this Divine Mercy Sunday? Jesus saying, I want to come into that darkest, ugliest place in your life. Let me in. Jesus said to St. Faustina in her diary, he said this, I desire to unite myself with human souls. My great delight is to unite myself with souls. Know this, my daughter, that when I come to a human heart in holy communion in the Eucharist, my hands are full of all kinds of graces, which I want to give and to bring healing to a soul. But souls do not even pay attention to me. They ignore me. They block me. They lock the door on me. They leave me to myself and busy themselves with other things seeking healing. When is enough enough? When will we bring the wall down? When will we heal so others can heal? So brothers and sisters, usually when we talk about healing and wounds, we think of external wounds, wounds on our body, but there are internal wounds as well that we carry around from past hurt and pain. It is through the Eucharist we will receive the medicine for our internal wounds so we can heal and therefore bring healing into the lives of others. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus, the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul on this Divine Mercy Sunday? A soul that is hurting and wounding others because they themselves are hurt and wounded and not bringing their internal wounds to Jesus, the divine surgeon? Or will Jesus find a soul who continues to bring their internal wounds to Jesus when they receive Jesus, the most holy Eucharist, therefore receiving healing themselves and therefore bringing healing into the lives of others. Because again, hurt people, hurt people. Wounded people, wound people. Healed people, heal people. Amen.